You're listening to Candid Conversations, Candid App's exclusive podcast. My name is Talia, and I'll be your host for this week's episode. The Candid Podcast gives a platform for influencers and gives you a behind-the-scenes look at some of the most talented and creative individuals in the world. For more information about the app, visit our website at Candid.com. That's Candid with a K, spelled K-A-N-D-I-I-D. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Candid Conversations. I'm your host, Talia, and thank you for tuning in. In this podcast episode today, we will be diving into social networking and influencers. To help us discuss this, tonight's tonight's special guests are Antoine McLaughlin, uh, CEO and founder, creator of Candid, and Justin Bethel, which is, um, you know, sorry, on the Patriots, NFL player on the Patriots, right? Okay. Well, let's be candid for a moment. This episode is brought to you by the Candid app. Candid is a social media platform designed and created as a social selling marketplace. Candid welcomes artists and influencers of any kind, especially musicians who are fed up with streaming, to join and discover the benefits of the platform. Without further ado, let me introduce tonight's guests. First, we have the founder of Candid App, as previously mentioned, and tech innovator, Antoine McLaughlin, and NFL DB, Justin Bethel of the New England Patriots. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for, you know, I'm really excited about the podcast and sharing, you know, the vision, the story, the background, and, you know, groundbreaking information. So, Appreciate it, and thank you, Miss Miss Talia. Thank you, pleasure, thank you for pleasure to be us. here. Yes, thank you for pleasure, thank you pleasure for joining to be here. here. All right. Um, well, our first question, Antoine, how did you come up with the vision of the Candid app? Man, great question. Um, you know, so I was already in the app space previous to this. You know, with Justin. Um, so I, I was very, just, I always wanted to be the person to have like the next big app. Like that was a lot of my, you know, motivation and just looking at what the world had to offer and Hey, what idea can be created that, you know, that people will use and, you know, formalize. So the first vision of Candid really happened when, you know, I had a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. with Jasmine who, you know, we're still dating to this day. But at the time, we were not living together or anything. And when she would come visit me, you know, we would hang out, go out to eat, you know, do all that. We would never take pictures or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. One day she, you know, kind of asked me, hey, do you have any pictures of my last trip when she came to New York? So she would come to New York when I was in Brooklyn. And I'm like, man, we really don't take any pictures. And I was just thinking, like, you know, candid photos. You know how you take photos when you're in the moment? Mm-hmm. not a selfie it's like a photographer on the side taking pictures of you yes and I'm like man I wish there was like an app where you know I just I just want to post all my candid photos I want to post pictures like that I'm not really thinking about the picture but it's like in the moment mm-hmm. and you know just having the ability to have content that is readily available mm-hmm. so that was literally the first ever concept of candid and 
Justin was probably the first person I called. And this, you know, this is a crazy conversation because I called Justin. I said, I have this idea. I don't have anything yet, but like a simple presentation. I need an investor. <laughs> like that, that was like how the call went. And I said, um, I know we had an app before. It didn't go how we planned. It was, it was somewhat successful. You know, we mm-hmm. it did what it did. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I know what I'm doing now. Kind of like, yo, give me another shot. Right. Like that's kind of how the convo went. And we're here today. So, um, and Justin can kind of give his side of that. But, you know, for me, he was literally the first person I called and, like, he believed in me. Like, and I knew he kind of would in the sense, mm-hmm. like, he knew I was going to take it serious. Right. Uh, Justin, I have a question for you. Just to um, elaborate on, you know, Antoine's origin story, Candid's origin story, what made you like willing to give Antoine a second chance like what about you know his pitch I guess it wasn't as formal as that but what made you like be like okay fine like let's give it another shot yeah uh, like you said um we had so really what it was because we had the the first app and he was able to get me my money my you know get me my money back um from what I invested so I'm like Shoot, at least I, if anything goes wrong at the end of the day, I know he's going to work his butt off to make sure I get my money back. Um, and, and on top of the idea, it sounded great. So we're, I was living in Atlanta at the time. Um, and my girlfriend, now wife, uh, we were in, the, we were in there and I was, he, I had already got the, he gave me the pitch, you know, I seen everything about it. And then I took it to her and she was like, wow, this is a really good idea. I, I mean, I think this is, I think it's good. And I was like, okay, that's the, the, all the confirmation I needed. I already, right, girlfriend stamp of approval yeah. is all you need. And all, yeah, so I was already kind of wanting to do it. And I was like, okay, there we go. We got, you know, we got that little stamp of approval. Um, and you know, if, for anybody who knows Antoine, he can he can talk you into doing anything. So <laughs> he, he know he knows how to. He, if anybody knows how to pitch something, yeah, it wasn't going. Justin was going to have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh. You know, and like like we had the first dad, we stayed in touch. We're still friends and all that stuff. So it was kind of a easier. Um, it was like a kind of an easy choice for me, easy transition, just going into uh, business with him again. Um, and you know, I'm, he's been working his butt off. The app has come a long way from the the day one, mm-hmm. um, and it's getting better um, by the day. And you know, it's, it's been exciting to kind of be on this journey. That's great. Thank you. Um... Antoine, I have another question for you. What would you say is like the main differentiation between Candid and all other social media platforms out today? Yeah, so, man, that's a really streamlined question. Really, obviously, when we were making Candid, I downloaded every app you could think of, tested them all. And I was Mm -hmm. like, how can I have that, the vibe of what's out there where users don't have to really you know, reinvent themselves, but still have some sort of um, customization and uniqueness to the platform. And -hmm. so the big thing for me were the candid albums, you know, because we were trained all the time, you know, post one picture, post once a week, right? You know, people unfollow you when you post three times a day on Instagram. That's like what you don't do. And I'm on candid, I'm like, I want people to post all the time, as many pictures as possible, 
That's why on albums, you can post up to 50 pieces of content. Right. That's literally a made-up number. I just decided 50. <laughs> and then I was taking up the server cost. If I made it larger, it'd be more a bigger, um, like a, a bigger, I guess you could say, wear and tear on the server. Mm. So I'm like, 50 pieces of content. So now when you go on vacation or, like, I have two babies and a 10-year-old, like, I don't want to choose the one picture I take of them that I want to post. I want to post the whole album of them. Right. And so I feel like with Candid, the ability to, you know, and we don't, you know, we don't shadow ban, we don't block what you post. We There is no filter on Candid in the sense of what you can post. We do categorize it accordingly. And mm-hmm. so I feel like with Candid, we allow people and creators and users to be themselves. You can post more of the behind the scenes and the content you're not using. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the high level photos you want to post, hey, continue to post that on your other social media but on Candid, you can photo dump. You can post a lot. And, you right. know, to this day, we had over 40,000 images uploaded on Candid. And, you know, I think users are seeing, hey, I can post more of my story. And I think that's, if I had to say our Happy Mail, like our number one product is the Candid album. Right. I think that's what gives us the unique ability because you're able to post free content. You're able to pay for your content. You're able to market mature, non-mature so the Candid album is really the heart and soul of the app and you're able to do different things with it. And, you know, that's what I'm most excited about and really what our, you know, that's kind of to me the heart and soul of what Candid is, is the ability to post Candid albums. Right. I don't think there's any other social media that you can post 50 pictures yeah. or 50 pieces of goal. content in one post. Like that is, that is pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. That was a great answer to that question. So I wanted to get into the monetization aspect of Candid, just because you did mention that briefly, but we haven't really like, you know, dived into that. Um, The average user, like non-influencer social media user may not understand what exactly monetization is. And, uh, you know, like what content can be monetized and what that can mean for them. Um, what resources does Candid provide that will educate users on that whole aspect of the app? Yeah, yeah, so that's a great question. So, you know, we wanted to introduce our Click program. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a program for, you know, whether you're micro, macro, you know, uh, influencer or creator. I like to think everyone is a creator because we're all creating content. Um, but no matter how many followers you have and what you're trying to do, we want you to monetize on Candid, whether it's your a birthday album, it's an album of wedding, graduation, any significant day to us is the same as a creator with a million followers. Like we have individuals like Stackpack that are monetizing his NFT projects and things like that. So in my head, I was like, how can we get everyday users like myself, my mom, my grandma, you know? people that don't necessarily want to monetize or try to say, Hey, I want to make a living off of this. How can they come on candid and potentially make money on top of the users that are doing it, you know, consistently for for business um, avenues. And so the goal for me was to mix that together and have a platform that, you know, we really spell that out out on our current website right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously we're going to advance it over time. And then the programs we're making with our marketing team, just putting in, you know, specific features and things like that, that we're encouraging monetization. 
Uh, right. It's really important for us to just let users know you can monetize on this app. It's not forced. And, you know, the day you walk in, you can have one follower or in your network. So we call them network, uh, your network on Canada and your connections. You mm-hmm. know, you can walk in day one and monetize because we push your content to the top. Everything is public. Um, if you make a post, we put it in front of everyone on the app. You know, so technically it's like window shopping. It's like a, it's a marketplace. Right. I like to consider it like a flea market, right? It's just a mm-hmm. whole bunch of random content from everyone is different. It's not, you know, catered to one specific thing. It's really what that person is posting and it's their art. And, um, right. you know, that's the drive that we wanted to instill in the users and supporting them, just having the right um, team in place to just help them and encourage them to monetize you know i like to say you know our customer service is is well we respond to the best of our abilities to everyone that emails us dms us on our social medias you know put in form requests like i said on our website we have programs installed and that's really that's what's important to us to really speak to the people that's trying to either continue creating or start creating right um yeah uh, customer service is everything and um, inclusivity and a wel- welcoming environment is also, you know, going to um, kickstart candidates, you know, success. That's like yeah. there are so many other social medias that are not They're as not user friendly. And that's something that, you know, I have candid. That's something that I've noticed about candid. Like it's very user friendly and, you know. Maybe I'm biased, but I feel like the team actually cares about its users. So yeah, we care. We we're, t- we're touchable. I like to say we're touchable. We're not right. robots. Okay. Um, last question for you before we move on to Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any like sneak peeks for candid users? Like, can you tell us about any updates or new features that are soon to come? Oh man, yeah. So you know, moving into what we're trying to do next. You know, we just partner with a great team out in New York City. I'm really excited about them because they're opening my eyes on the capabilities of, you know, looking at the software. You know, obviously I want to move into live streaming. Mm-hmm. We have our club platform. Everyone knows about crypto NFTs. You know, we already have digital art on Candid. The only thing we're kind of missing is the linking of the blockchain in that. But, you know, you mm-hmm. can your NFTs and things like that. So for me, I'm just looking at looking at the field, looking at what technologies are available. Going to sit back, you know, so I think 2022 is going to be the the time where, you know, we're going to deep dive and see what technologies are, how we could get ahead on what social media isn't offering, um, especially in that NFT market, along with just monetizing easier and just making it more effective. I think that's really important and how we can highlight you know, the ability to reach your whole audience. Um, so the sneak peek for me is, you know, my something I'm really looking to design right now is just using your social chain in your whole network and reaching everyone in a one-stop shop on Candid. Um, that's really something I'm looking to do and making it very convenient for people that already have a following to not come on Candid to reinvent themselves but it's more so to maximize what they've already accomplished on other platforms. Um, So for me, that's like the big thing I'm looking to highlight with, you know, on the technology of the app. 
That that is really impactful. Not to reinvent, but to maximize. I like that. That's a good good catchphrase. All right. Thank you, Antoine, for all of your wonderful answers. That was very informative. And I always like appreciate your insight into, you know, the behind the scenes of everything. As a reminder, you all are listening to Candid Conversations, the official Candid App podcast. We are in conversation with the Candid App founder, Antoine McLaughlin and Justin Bethel, uh, NFL DB of the New England Patriots. And Justin, we are going to pivot to you, so you're in the hot seat. Oh, yeah, I can feel it. (laughs) First and foremost, it is... It could be said that it is unusual that an NFL star would be a part of a tech startup. Um, what drew your interest and involvement in Candid outside of your friendship with Antoine? Um, I, I, for me, I think it it really uh, answers a need to a lot of people who are on social media, especially nowadays with how big influencers are and um you know, how important it is for them to be able to even make money off of what they do. Cause uh, I, I know some, I have some friends who, you know, do that. And it's, you re, you see how much work they actually put into putting in one post. It's not like you just take your phone on like, okay, we're here, record this. Here we go. Right. Like some of those guys have whole productions that they have just to make, you know, one decent post that they can get some money out of. Um, I think, uh, I think, if you look to to see the actual amount of people who actually make money, um, like I, make enough that have an actual decent living, um, it's very low. Um, most 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 influencers aren't making enough money to you know sustain themselves, which mm-hmm. is you know crazy with how many there are and how much work they do. Um, so I think this app, you know, Candid allows anybody to say, okay, this is what I think my work is worth. Um, this is what I want you to pay me. And if, if they have a following, you know, you build that following so that you have those people who can who can pay that for you. And now you're not, you know, you're not waiting on like, you're not waiting on a Nike. You're not waiting on a big brand uh, to be like, okay, post this, do this, do that, do this, how we want you to do it. And then we'll give you some, we'll give you a little bit, of, a little bit of uh, change off on the side. Right. Um, like you think of, you think of somebody, let's say they have a million followers where, they post make one post and they only get like a thousand, maybe ten thousand dollars. If 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 they can, if they had a million followers and they just got ten percent of their people to give a dollar, mm-hmm. right there, you've already a hundredfold or tenfold made what you could have made, um, you know, with a sponsorship. So I think the potential for people, if they if you know, once it they really understand how the app works and um, understand you know what they can get from it i mean i think people will be flocking to it because there's no other app like it um and it's one of a kind yes i agree autonomy in in terms of like what you earn for what you create and what you post like that's something that doesn't really exist on on other social media apps so yes that makes a lot of sense um my next question as a veteran in the league with 10 plus years, how have you seen the landscape of teammates when it comes to investing change like over the years? Uh, it's definitely, I think it's definitely been growing. 
Um, you know, you get younger guys. That's every year you got a new group of young guys coming in, and uh, you know the league is notorious for having a reputation of like I think it's eighty or so percent of people who end up retiring end up going um, bankrupt within a couple of years or something. Of oh wow! Playing. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty. It's yes, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and that and that just I think that just comes from. Um, you know, you, you got young guys, you come in as 20, 21, 22, um, especially if you're a, a big name guy, you come in, you're making all this money all of a sudden. But in college, you didn't really learn anything about finances. You didn't really take the time to figure out how you're going to, you know, handle your money. You don't have anybody, you know, some people grew up, they don't have any kind of concept of how to um, take care of their money. Mm-hmm. Um, who they should, who should they, who they should trust with their money. Um, every idea is in that great idea. So you, you know, you have friends that you feel like you're trying to help them out. And so it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of that. And I think, um, I think the league has been doing a good job of, um, having classes and things for the younger guys to kind of start to kind of start, um, being able to know how to spend their money in the right places, saving their money. Um, and all those kind of things and you know as that's happened you'll have guys who are in year two or three or four who like now they're like oh yeah I'm investing in this or they they're asking other older guys like you know what do you do for investing um and I think it's just the the talk more is about oh how can I invest this and make more money later mm-hmm. than you know trying to go out and do this like I me personally when I got into the league I spent so much money going out and doing doing some dumb things uh with my money that I'm like man if I would have just invested that money into anything relevant I probably could have been doing so I could have so much more um and and obviously I'm blessed that I'm going into my 11th season where that doesn't you know that's not the the norm most guys are only playing for the averages I think it's like three three years or so mm. and so you don't you, you don't always get a chance to make up for your mistakes um, right especially if football is all you have and once you leave you don't have you know nothing to kind of fall back on but definitely seeing a change um there's always a lot more I feel like there's a lot more investment talk investment talks going on in the locker room um at least at least where uh you know at least with the Patriots that's great um yeah it's I appreciate your honesty in terms of what you did when you first got to the league. I'm sure, man, man, <laughs> I'm sure man, your mom had a lot day. to say about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, okay. So my next question. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to find a good one. What are the trends that you are noticing in the tech space as a professional athlete? Because like I mentioned before, it's, you know, a little out of ordinary to see um, athletes in the tech world. So what are you like as you enter the space? What are you noticing? Like, what are you learning? What trends are you picking up on? What trends do you like? What uh, norms do you dislike? You know, that sort of thing. Um, I definitely see the trend of, you know, more everything kind of going digital um you know where we're talking about crypto um they're not actual tangible assets um mm-hmm. you can't you know you're not holding it's not like money you hold it or entities where you got a picture you hanging up on the walls it's, it's all digital you own it in a digital space and 
um, you know, a lot of things are moving that way. And it's just, I think that's just how technology goes. Uh, it changes so much from, from every decade is, is, I remember when I was in high school, we had the brick that had, I still had a brick phone. I didn't get a phone with color in it until I got into uh, college. So <laughs> it, it, technology just changes so fast. Um, and there's so many trends, but there's certain ones that kind of come up and pop up that kind of stick. Um, I mean, if you would have told people 15 years ago that influencers were a thing, or you can just post pictures and post videos and people would pay you to do it. I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought you was crazy. Yeah. Um, so I I think, yeah, I think like NFTs, crypto is not going anywhere. Um, I think people who know how to use the NFT, NFTs in the the right way are going to be able to really capitalize on it. I think it's going to become more than just, um, more than just, you know, oh, I got the, uh, I got the newest board eight you know nft things like that i think it's going to be it's going to go down to properties um music licensing um there's so many there's so many ways that you can use it um and i think as you know the kids now that are growing up with it they'll figure out a way to use it uh differently than the people who probably created it thought right so that's what's kind of amazing when new technologies come out um, the younger generation who grows up with it are so much better than us who were a lot or who were older when it started. Like mm-hmm. you see some kids who know how to get on an iPad and do or play video games. You're like, what in the world? How do you know how to do all this? And yeah. it, you look at me like, this is amazing. So I think it's it's going to be kind of cool to see in the next, you know, decade, how, how all this stuff uh, tran- uh, transpires and mm-hmm. how it grows. Uh, yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, my eight-year-old brother is like a tech whiz and he's eight. Like he is like yeah. a billion times smarter than me. <laughs> it's crazy. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. A couple more questions. Um, would you recommend investing in tech apps uh, such as Candid to rookies entering the league? I would say do your due diligence. And and you have to when I say that is you know looking into the background of the company, um, you know, and know that when you do, especially any kind of startup, when you invest in a startup, this isn't something that's gonna be, okay, I put my money in this year, next year or two, I'm gonna I'm gonna see my I'm gonna see a return on my investment. Mm-hmm. Startups, um, you know, and most of these things is it's something it's like a long term, it's a long term. It's a long term uh, bet. You're, you know, you. It takes time to grow the company, go through all these different stages of raising capital, um, building out what it is that you're setting out to do. And I think if you're going to do it, always realize that there's a chance that you can lose your money. So mm-hmm. if this is some money that you're like, I cannot do this and, and lose it, do not do it, um, because. Like nothing, nothing, and nothing is guaranteed. Um, there's so there's thousands of apps that are created every year that you know that come to existence and then they fail. Um, right. And it's you know you got to take a gamble, and it's about your heart. Like if you feel passionate about it and it really touches you, and you feel like this is something that you can rock with, 
um, and promote and feel like you can be a part of proud, uh, pride, probably, proudly, proudly. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, and, you know, and go with it. I mean, I, I would say do it. Talk to your financial advisors, all that stuff. Definitely, you know, have yes. some second opinions. <laughs> Don't just, you know, because sometimes you make decisions in the moment, uh, in the heat of the moment. And if, if you feel it and then you start thinking about it later, and you're like, oh, man, so um I'm I'm all about investment. Investing. Um I'm always down for a nice little gamble, you know, see what see what can happen. Um and like I said, I always I had trust in Antoine from, you know, previous um uh, interactions we had with another app. And I know I know his work ethic, I know how he gets down. Um and you know, it it, it was a decision that I was like, yeah, I can I can do this. Um I can make this decision and be okay at the end of the day, knowing that the guy that I gave my money to is going to do everything he can to to succeed. Um, because you know that's just the kind of guy he is. Yes, makes sense. Um, thank you for that. That's great advice for you know any rookies that may be listening to the podcast. Definitely listen <laughs> yeah. to Justin because he knows what he's talking about. Okay. Um, last question for you. Um, what is next for you after your career in the NFL? Like, what is your like? Oh man, career? I I don't I don't know. I got I I think as soon as I retire, I'm gonna like not work out for a minute. You know, <laughs> my knees and all this running. It's just like oh, I, I'm gonna take a break. Um, no, nah, seriously though, I I think. There's so many things that I enjoy doing. Uh, I love cooking. Um, you know, I try to, I make, I cook stuff all the time. Um, I'm a musician. I love, me and my brothers got a band. So definitely probably do something um, more with that. You know, trying to get more involved, doing more stuff, recording more stuff. Um, travel. Me and my uh, wife were travel junkies. We love traveling. Mm-hmm. Um we, we scuba dive, skydive. We do all the good stuff. We're trying to trying to enjoy all that, and then yeah. So I, it's hard to say. I'm sure it'll come to me eventually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you know, you can. When I first retire, I'm probably gonna be chilling for a little bit, enjoying enjoying time with my daughter. You know, just sitting at home with her and and the wife and whatever. I think I, I think I have so many things that I'm interested in. I think mm-hmm. I'll be able to. I think I'll be able to find something that I can I can do afterwards. Right, the possibilities are endless. I'm excited for you when that when the time comes. <laughs> when the time comes, don't don't kick. My, I'm not kicking the bucket yet. I still got right, to, right. So yes, <laughs> young and vibrant. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, that's all the questions I have for you guys. Thank you so much for. Uh, having this conversation with me i gained a lot of insight learned a lot um and yes i enjoy i enjoy you guys's conversation yeah thank you this was amazing and you know just spreading the candid the candid energy around you know it was very valuable you know um hopefully next year we have another update (laughs) on the next episode with us (laughs) about how we uh just move into the next level so <laughs> yeah right. appreciate you guys and this was this was amazing yes i agree yeah. um and one last thing sorry for our listeners uh if they have any questions for you guys is there 
specific places they can reach you. Uh, oh, yeah. So my Instagram. And, yes. Yeah. So this Instagram is where we do the social media plug. Right. <laughs> For sure. So <laughs> obviously, download Candid, first and foremost. Yes. That. You can DM me on there at Twan, T-W-O-N. And then my Instagram is TechGotTwan. So, you know, a little corny. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. So T-W-O-N. You pull it off. Yeah, yeah. And um, and Justin can give his at. Yes. Yes, so I'm 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 on every uh well not on everything but uh candid Twitter and Instagram they're all the same jbet jbet twenty six mm-hmm. um so yeah you can hit me up on there um let me know if you're on, if you're on candid hit me up on candid and if you're on Instagram hit me up get on candid and hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first Whatever thing I'm gonna tell you get on candid. Yeah, right. Yeah, Moral yeah, of the story yeah, is Candida's best point of contact. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, thank you guys again. Uh, that's it for me. I'm recording for the Candid Conversation, the official Candid app podcast. If you would like more information about Candid, you can contact me at talia at candid.com. You can find more information at our website, candid.com. That's K-A-N-D-I-I-D dot com. We maintain and update the engineering standards for the production of Candid Conversation, the official Candid App podcast. We provide timely statistical reporting and resources for the SSC and comply with all FCC guidelines. And of course, real-time links to the Candid Conversation, the official Candid App podcast, can be found on the website. We welcome your feedback so we can continue to keep you informed. If you have questions or topics you would like to suggest to us for future episodes, or if you know a great show idea, please let us know at Antoine at Candid.com. That's A-N-T-O-I-N-E at Candid.com. Remember to connect with us via the website www.candid.com or find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other medium connecting you to the podcast world. A big thank you again to our guests for joining us this week. That makes it a wrap for this episode. Thank you for listening. Enjoy your day.